0: Studies show that mentorship and sponsorship are key drivers of success. Welcome to the Marketing Mentors podcast brought to you by Red Pens Digital. My name is Linda and I'm here with Tasha. And in today's episode, we're talking about mentors. So touching on what Tasha just said, studies show that mentorship and sponsorship are key drivers of success. So having a mentor or a sponsor can help you do things like uh, land pay rises, Uh, You ask for more stretch assignments and just generally they lead to faster career development. Mm -hmm. Tasha, I know you have some stats on your side as well.
1: I do, yeah, and I'll share these in our show notes. These are from uh, Guider-AI and there's a couple of stats here. Now most of these are probably from like US or UK numbers. We know that AU numbers aren't as big, but some of them are still quite relevant. So this one here is interesting. 84% of Fortune 500 companies have mentoring programs and 100% of Fortune 50 companies so there's a big emphasis there on some of these big uh, organizations actually embracing mentorship and mentor programs. Uh, another one that I really like is out of those that have a mentor, 97% say they're valuable. So again, another key key indicator there that the people that are being mentored are truly believing that it's all well, the ma- big majority rules there, mm, that yeah. having a mentor is valuable. Um Another one that was really interesting is that 89% of those who have been mentored themselves also go on to mentor others. I really like this one as well because I'm personally being mentored. I know you are as well, Linda, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But it's kind of showing that like evolution of learning and growth just keeps going and that kind of circle of giving and then giving back and getting gifted and giving back in a mentor and professional um, space is, you know, it's a real thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So T, why don't we get started into just mentors in general, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously you touched on the fact that you have a mentor, Mm -hmm. me as well.
1: What mentors actually do? Yeah, I like I, I I like that question, Linda. So for anyone listening or, you know, thinking, yeah, what is a mentor? What do they actually do? What what does it look like? We're gonna talk about that and then some and like give you some tips as to how to find one and all that type of stuff. But let's start with what a mentor does. So for me personally, my mentor is a great source of advice so when there's these moments of uncertainty or overwhelmingness or unlike just mu- mu- murky waters my mentor offers me advice first and foremost uh definitely and I'm coming at this from a very like from a professional point of view mm-hmm. don't get me wrong I think your mentor can be a friend as yep. well we'll talk about that in a bit uh there's different types of mentors but um advice for your professional development is kind of where the angle that I'm coming at They definitely teach and lead by example. So T, can I just ask you on that? When
0: you say like advice for professional development, Mm -hmm. are you talking about day in and day out advice on daily things that happen? Are you talking long-term career? Is it both?
1: I think it's a little bit of both, but for the mentor-mentee relationship, like the traditional one that we're kind of kicking off with, I would say it's more so... Hey, mentor. How do I push myself to get myself to this career, whether okay. it be like senior management, SEO, uh, SEO, CEO, or you know, whatever that like you know uh, role? Hey, if you want SEO, <laughs> yeah, why not? How do I get to SEO? Uh, doesn't really make sense, but hey, like w- whatever tickles your fancy. Um, in terms of what else a mentor does, they, you know, they celebrate your accomplishments. I like like that one. Yeah, when they see you succeed, when they see you grow and get that job that you really wanted or get that promotion that you really pushed yourself hard for, they celebrate that with you and, you know, remind you that, hey, you did this on your own. Yeah, with some guidance, but that's, you know, what you did. That's what they do. They guide you, you know. I really
0: like that one because as a, a mentor you kind of you are along on their journey yeah so you see the lows you see the highs and it's someone that can just really understand what you're feeling in that moment yeah so it's nice having that person that you can celebrate with yeah, and share that yeah. win
1: with yeah um the other thing that mentors should do for you is challenge you so they should challenge what you're thinking and how you're behaving mm-hmm. in your professional space yeah They should be uh, we referenced last week radical candor they should be radically candid with you and not beat around the bush or have ruinous empathy, they need to tell it how it is, be direct. And sometimes you will hear things from your mentor that you might not want to hear because they're being radically catered with you and they're saying, hey, you need to do this or you need to cut that shit out. Otherwise, you're not going to get any further with what it is you're trying to do. So I think those are the key things what a mentor does for you. So there's advice, guidance, teaching by example, leading by example, celebrating. Do you think that
0: being, can I ask, with... um that last element. So that that element of being radically candid, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that a mentor should be delivering the message in that way? So making sure that they're communicating, that they, they care highly about you. Yeah. But they also can challenge you directly as well.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I don't think there's any space for ruinous empathy in a mentor-mentee relationship. Yeah. I think if you have someone that has... Ruinous sympathy, so they they care for you too much. They can't give you the direct feedback that you need. Mm-hmm. That mentor isn't going to challenge you. You're not going to get the the hard, honest truth sometimes that you need to hear. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's fine line between obnoxious aggression, which is like the other quadrant of that, um, you know, that chart we the, framework, that we're ta- the yeah. framework we're talking about. So someone that can be radically candid with you and say. Look, Linda, if you wanna to get to X in your career, you're gonna to have to cut this out and focus on that. Because yep. that's what's gonna get you there. Or that's what's gonna hold you back. You would rather someone say that than saying, oh, you know, Linda, you gotta try a little bit like this or a little bit like what that. What do you think you should It do needs do to be, yeah, it needs to be something. And, yeah, yeah, direct to, to the point and no, no fart assing around. Yeah. To that point, Linda, I want us to get over to uh, the next section, which is mm-hmm. who can be a mentor. Uh, one thing as well, Tia, I might yep. just add on
0: to that, right? So we defined what mentors do, but there's also sponsorship. And yes, although yep. we're heavily talking about mentorship today, I think sponsorship is also another part of it. And the clarification between the two really is that sponsorship is someone that endorses you Um, So, for example, you know, there's someone that endorses you on LinkedIn or they recommend you. Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thanks for returning it. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So, there's someone like uh, that endorses you on LinkedIn. Yeah. They recommend you for roles as they see them. They uh, really look for ways to create opportunities for you and make connections.
1: So, is it kind of like a reference when you go for a new job? A reference could be a sponsor type of thing? Yeah. And I guess
0: with mentorship, you kind of see that overlap. Yep. But I guess the main differentiation is that mentorship is really like the advice, the yep. guidance aspect of it. And then the sponsorship is helping create opportunities and making pathways for you as well. Yeah,
1: cool. Awesome. And they kind of work together. Yeah, really. well, yeah. thanks for clarifying that. So that's uh, mentor versus sponsor, similar, but there's slight nuances between the two. Yeah, yeah. So then, Linda, who can actually be a mentor and or a sponsor? So if we're talking about that now. That's a good question, T.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that's welcome. a loaded question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, personally, and I think you and I agree, there are really no rules when it comes to mentorship. Yeah, uh, We've obviously spoken about the more traditional aspect and we should stay on that for a second. So that's where you have someone that's really accomplished in their career and they're kind of, they're mentoring an up-and-comer, really. That's yep. kind of following the same footsteps as them. But the mentor is someone who's really accomplished, you know, many years in their, in their industry, has a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Um, and they're really paving the way for that yeah. person. And I know that that's what i have, Yeah, I can have, definitely right?
1: talk to talk to this one because that is my relationship with my mentor. So um, not that I don't think it's any surprise. Most people probably know, and if you don't, Moby, who is the CEO of, of Red Pandas, is also my mentor. And when we connected uh, all those years ago, um, he kind of, you know, I'd like to say took me under his wing. I kind of just jumped behind him and was like, I'm going to come along for this ride. <laughs> on the cape? Yeah, on the cape. Of, flying you know, along. Super, super Moby as he goes. <laughs> What a plug. Anyway. (laughs)
0: Hey, Ryan. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) His head's just going. Anyway, um, we're talking more along the lines of he'd been in the marketing industry for almost 10 or 15 years at that point. I hadn't. I had no experience in it. And he was able to shed a lot of light and advice and guidance. He obviously saw my willingness, eagerness, hunger hunger to learn and grow. And he grabbed that and said, This is what you should do. This is how you should do it. Also obviously acts as like a, a reference for me. So a bit of a sponsor, I guess you would say. Um, and he's, you know, he's a personal friend of mine as well. So he kind of comes at Helps me in a mentor relationship in all aspects of my life, not just work, but definitely work because, you know, he's also got a vested interest in that being my boss, (laughs) funnily enough. Uh, But, you know, we have have a relationship outside of work as well, which is not in that mentor relationship. It's, Tash, this is what you need to focus on, uh, you know, personally, behaviorally, who you are to help you grow in every aspect of your life. So that's um you know that's something that I've had for some years now. So grateful for it. And when we didn't work to with each other, when we weren't seeing each other every day, I really needed that. I needed that guidance. Right. I needed that advice. You know, at certain points in my earlier in my career, where I thought I wanted to go in one direction, not that he um, stopped me from doing it, but he really made me think like, is that what aligns to where I want to be with my own career? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because at that time. I knew he wanted to hire me and he could have said, no, don't do this because I want to give you a job. Right. He let me go and spread my wings yep. in one area and I failed. I failed. I didn't get what I wanted in that certain in in like element where I went for. And uh, he was there to say, I'm glad that you tried and you didn't get that because of this. I didn't have the experience. I applied mm-hmm. for a job where you needed a lot of sales experience right. and I didn't have any. Yep. I got really far in the interview, which I'm stoked about and I'll take that. As a huge learning experience. Yeah. But I just did not have the sales experience at the time. Yeah. Probably now, but, you know, it didn't line up. But he was in my corner the whole time pushing me to challenge myself and do something different yeah. and learn from my failures. And I did. And then when I did, it's funnily enough, that's when he offered me the right. job at Red Pandas. So having – Having him as a mentor through the last three or four jobs that I've had has really helped push me to become one, the person, the leader, the professional that I am, but also keeps me hungry because he's got his own mentors yeah. pushing him doing that and then that trickles down into me. So to that stat that I mentioned before, 89% of those who have been mentored continue on to mentor others and like that is living proof in itself
0: Yeah, right there. With the um – um the way that you guys kind of have that relationship, right, that mentor-mentee relationship, is it more so where you have like delegated time and sessions to discuss that sort of stuff or do you find that it just, it's naturally and, and just drip feeds into everyday conversations? How does it work? Yeah, that's a,
1: that's a good question, Linda. I think when we didn't work with each other, we had to have those set times. Yep. We needed yep. it because we wouldn't, we weren't going to do it otherwise and like He's got kids. I didn't have kids then, but you know, he had kids, a life, a business. So you have to put that in the calendar and say, Come, hello, high water, this is in my mentoring session that I need to do. And the advice he gave me, I had to I had to be an active learner and do it. I couldn't just listen and and then go off and not implement anything. So if I didn't implement it, like why he's wasting his time. So that that was then. And then when we started working with each other, seeing each other every day, it became less formal and it was more so along the way of the business growing and my role growing. I had to learn in a certain way and, you know, he sat right next to me. So he was able to say, Tash, try this or try that or I wouldn't have done it this way, try doing it that way. So it became very, it was almost like the traditional mentor-mentee relationship but a big element of peer-to-peer in there as well because he was my peer telling me, showing me, training me, pushing me on certain things. Mm -hmm. So now less formal but I would probably recommend anyone starting out or finding someone that wants to be a mentor Make it a, like a habit. It has to be in the calendar every fortnight, every month, whenever it is. It needs to be in there, something that you keep going back to. Yeah. Not just willy-nilly here and there. No, there needs to be like – it's like going to the gym. You go every day so you can get a goal. Yeah. You see your mentor every week so you can achieve your goal, whatever it might be. Got it. Yeah, okay. What about, Linda, the other the other, uh, non-traditional types of mentoring?
0: Yeah, I guess um – there's there's definitely a few right. So as we touched on, there's peer to peer, and then there's also uh, someone who's young and mentoring someone who's maybe just behind them, following yeah. the same footsteps. So the that that latter one that I just mentioned, I guess I kind of because um, I've been doing a, a mentorship program mm-hmm. right recently, and um, I've been mentoring uni students that are uh, working through a um, a company called Pillar. And they're a not-for-profit, and they help not-for-profit industries. So, um, I recently mentored a few uni students, yeah. and I wouldn't say it kind of fits the category of like young to younger, and probably more like yeah. in the traditional style. Yeah. But still, the the um, mentor, uh, sorry, the mentees were were quite young. they were uni students, yeah. and so uh, I think to that point, for people that are even just a few years into their career. I would recommend for those people, if they find an opportunity, look for those people that are perhaps a little bit younger than you, or maybe they're older than you, but they're just a step behind you in their career, because your input is still valuable and you've likely just gone through things that they're about to go through. So finding someone that's still a uni student Mm -hmm. or someone that's just entered the workforce, I feel like you're never too young to be a mentor, And it does kind of have that association to it where mentor seems like someone who is really advanced. Yeah, senior, advanced in their career. But like we said, there's really no rules when it comes to mentorship. And even if you're young or you're just a few years into your career, you can still provide valuable advice to someone that's about to
1: follow through. I wonder if, and this might be a bit off script, we didn't really talk about this, but what do you think about someone younger mentoring someone older?
0: I I think it's based on experience yeah. and advice. And if you have something valuable to offer that person so that they can advance their career faster, make less mistakes, yeah. take better opportunities. Yeah, okay. I think age doesn't really matter. So regardless
1: matter. of age. Yeah, And another one, a little bit off script, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but do you think that it's better for a female to have a female mentor or vice versa? Well, we know that there's studies that show... Uh,
0: men tend to have – older older men, they tend to kind of gra- gravitate to um, young mentees that are men because they naturally feel more comfortable. Of course. And studies show that. Yeah. And I think the same for women, to be honest. Yeah. But naturally, as a woman, you're kind of drawn to a yep. female leader. But as we know, you know, yeah. there's less women – than men in senior leadership yeah. roles, so it can be harder to find.
1: Yeah, I, I I hear you. And before Moby was my mentor, if you would have asked me in my early 20s, what do you want in a mentor, the first thing I would have said probably would have been a strong female. Yeah, someone and to look up to. and Exactly. Really, and yeah, and even model. with Moby as a mentor for the first few years of that relationship, I looked for a strong female to look up to. And the more I looked, the more I got disappointed because I'll be honest, and this is my own experience, yeah. every woman that I met that I thought hmm, I could she could mentor me. I was disappointed with some lack of a certain trait that I knew I already had or that I wanted. So, whether it be like I didn't like the way they led a team, mm-hmm. I didn't like the way they, um, you know, displayed a lack of emotional intelligence, I didn't like the way yeah. they weren't radically candid, whatever it was, you I was, connect I was with picky. Them. The one thing, like, I'm not saying Moby's perfect, but what I'm definitely, he's definitely <laughs> not perfect. But what he does is he allows for me. To learn from his mistakes, yep. and he's super humble about them. Yeah, and I never saw that in any of the f- strong females. I, I I saw a lot of obnoxious aggression from them. Yeah, but I didn't see that um, radical candor in in their growth as well. So I I yeah, yeah I, I I'm like the case study. I don't think that. Often women are like, Oh, I need a I need a woman, or a man like, Oh, I need a man. I think it it's regardless of gender, yeah. Or age, to your point. Yeah. And it's the value, it's the experience, and it's is it that bilateral transfer of, you know, are they getting their mentoring out because they need to, because they've got a mentor that's telling them they should mentor and it helps them grow? And are you getting the value from the mentoring relationship as well? Yeah. That's right. Mm, a little bit of off script stuff <laughs> there for you. <laughs> All right,
0: so we spoke about, you know, someone young who can mentor someone younger. We spoke about like the traditional model, Mm -hmm. but then there's also peers as well. And we know studies show it's still just as effective as Mm -hmm. traditional type of mentorship, if you will. Yeah. But I guess to that point, I guess the the question is why? Why? Why is it still effective? And
1: I think… Why and what is it? True. What is peer-to-peer mentoring, Linda?
0: Well, I guess there's a definition, right, between what is friendship between peers mm-hmm. and then what is actual mentorship. Okay, And I'm sure people can approach that slightly differently. Mm-hmm. For me, I think that there's friendship, which is someone who's just there to listen to you, someone that you yep. trust, someone that you can just talk to mm-hmm. about what you're going through at work. But then the peer-to-peer mentorship is really being able to have that open communication dialogue yep. where you can give each other uh advice, advice and critique yeah and feedback yeah. and that advice could be daily stuff about yeah. daily conversations you're having uh it could be technical stuff like for mm-hmm. example when it comes to marketing but it also can be advice around long-term career goals yeah as well
1: personal matters kind of not really i don't know you and i've got yeah i guess we we were that slash <laughs> friendship slash <laughs> Lots of off-script stuff that we wouldn't say in a professional um, yeah, podcast, but yeah. I definitely feel like you and I have got a, um, a peer-to-peer friendship relationship where I know yeah. we, we can share that, we can confide in each other, but we can also say, hey, try doing it this way, like from a professional point of view. I,
0: I actually feel like, and it's not something that's been conscious, but I feel like we actually are kind of moving towards more of peer-to-peer type mentorship yeah. I feel like the conversations we've had recently we have kind of spoken to each other about it's all about, our about goals this podcast and it's I this know podcast. Yep. it's just yeah. worn out so much <laughs> in us
1: taking our relationship to the next level Linda
0: but honestly I think the peer-to-peer mentorship is really really great and shouldn't go unnoticed because your peers are really people that are there with you in the trenches with you yeah and they can understand what you're going through maybe more so than what someone in in more of a more senior role because they're a little bit disassociated to what you're going through and so they can give you really tangible advice and a really good example of that is I had read a book and I I refer to this book all the time Um, it's called Lean In oh yeah yeah. and (laughs) Facebook COO, Sheryl Sandberg, and she spoke about how she had older mentors. And when she got offered a job from Facebook and Google, her older mentors actually advised against it because these were new platforms. They didn't understand them. They thought it was too risky. But her peers at the time said, like, this is great. You should do that. Take a risk. Go for it. And they provided really valuable counsel to her and still do to this day. Yeah. And uh, she places a really big emphasis and importance on her peer-to-peer mentors as well.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So it's just as valuable. Yeah. And you could have a mentor, like a traditional mentor, a senior to you, but you can also have peer-to-peer mentoring. Yeah. There's no one right, one or not wrong one. You don't need both. You don't need one nor the other. I think like wherever, if you're open to getting that advice and critique and push from the people around you, then I would say seek seek it out, look for it, get one. So how do you do that? Yeah, that's a really, <laughs> really nice segue into our next little topic. Um, so what do you do if you want a mentor? Now, it's never too late. It's never too late. Or no, too early. Or too early, yeah. So if you're like just starting uni, get one if you're finishing or if you're 10 years into your career, 20 years into your career, I think it's never too late to get advice and try and be better and do better and push yourself. So just do it. Yeah. You know? um, just Nike that thing. Don't... Uh, if you don't have one, that's fine. Like what we said before, it's never too late. Just yeah. if it's what you want, go out and seek one. Now, in terms of where to find one, Linda, mm-hmm. this is good. I, you you told me something about, a. I think it was maybe on that topic, on that person that you were just talking about, Cheryl Sandberg, yeah. where it said you shouldn't ask someone to be your mentor.
0: Yeah, and, and you and I now, we yeah. don't necessarily agree with that advice. Yeah, I
1: disagreed with it because I'd be like, I guess for me, and everyone's different. For, for context, right? Yep. Um, the the book had referenced
0: not asking for a mentor because it should be a mutual thing and
1: uh, no it should be the mentor from memory it should be the mentor finding someone that's worth menteeing mentoring right and then the mentor saying would you like me to mentor you I think that's the traditional yes. and to be honest that's yeah. what Mobs did with me like he was the right. senior and he said do you want a mentor and like that happened and I've seen it in a few people where I've tried to offer mentoring advice but I don't know if I maybe I'm just shit but they didn't want it. So I was just like, <laughs> all right, you're lost. But with that said, with that said Linda, to the whole don't ask someone to be your mentor, I disagree with it because I think if you see someone mm-hmm. that you want to learn off and you want to be like or you 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 like the way that they do things, you going up to them and having the radical candor to say to them, yeah. can you mentor me? I need some mentoring advice. I think it shows resilience, courage, passion, determination. Now that person you've asked will either say yes, let's do it, or they'll say no. That's the worst thing that can happen. That's the worst thing that can happen. No. Maybe you'll say, okay, if it's a no, can you recommend someone that you think would be willing to do this that's in a similar stature to you?
0: And I I do think as well, just having the courage to ask
1: that person
0: just in itself kind of shows the Qualities like courage, for example, and the potential that you have to want to succeed.
1: Yeah. I would be mindful of who you're asking. Like if you're just just starting uni, I really probably wouldn't go to a CEO of a company. It's (laughs) just so far-fetched. Like (laughs) you just started uni (laughs) and then like this CEO is running a business. Think about what's the next logical step for you in, you know, your career or where you want to get to. What I will say
0: though, T, is I, I remember when I worked in a big corporate, And I was kind of just starting out like I was in a few years in and this is when I'd read that book and I was like, oh, my God, like, I, don't, I don't a mentor. Yeah, I don't have one. I don't know I'm who gonna to ask. Behind. I'm too scared to ask yep. the, the general manager of marketing. She was a female, so she was the, the first person that I thought of. But she kind of was in that such senior level that I was too scared to ask her. But to be honest, I, I wish I did because obviously we had like our weekly meeting, so it wasn't too far-fetched. Yeah. But I wish I did have the courage to do that. Yeah. And so I'd I'd um, I'd um recommend for people in that situation just, to just have it. the courage to ask. They'll – the, I mean, the worst thing that they can do is say no. Yeah. But on top of that, that they think you know that's really courageous. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And it's also it's a it's a massive form of compliment. Like if someone yeah. asks you to be in their mentor, they're saying like I like what you're doing. Can you like I want to you you're a role model to me. I want to be like you. Yeah. Like that's that's impressive. It's really it's really uh, flattering as well. So I yeah. think um, if you don't have one, find someone that you think would be able to mentor you. And it doesn't have to be a huge commitment from either either end. It might just be like an hour here and like every two or three weeks just to talk about some professional development things, what you should work on, where you should focus, what you're currently working on. Um, And and
0: on that note as well in
1: those sessions, I mean – it sounds so simple
0: but make sure that you do things like respect their time and show up because in the end of the day if you're asking for their time you need to really show your commitment to them and if you want things like sponsorship where they endorse you and recommend you for roles you really need to show up
1: and this is where you thank them for their time right this is what you think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's no, there's, I think there's, there's a power dynamic in mentor mentee relationship, and your definitely. mentor is your, su- your superior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely where, like, some of the stuff we've said before wouldn't apply here. This relationship yeah. is your mentor is your superior. You are thankful for their time, advice, and encouragement. They might see you as an equal, and that's real, that's nice, but I do think, you know, you go to, depending on like maybe peer to peer, is more 50 50, but the traditional mentor mentee is definitely slightly mm-hmm. elevated. Because they've done it. They've worked, they've, they've, they've done the hard yards and they're telling you how to do it now and how to do it better That's right. Way. Yeah. Now, before we finish off, some benefits of having a mentor. If you haven't picked them up already with us talking, obviously having a mentor, um, I've got this one stat to share, mentees are promoted five times more than those without mentors. So that kind of is saying, if you are getting that push, that advice, that challenge from someone that has done it before or potentially a peer, or a friend, it just – I think it it opens you up to being more um, self-reflective and critical and achieving higher results because you're not just stuck in your ways going, I already know how to do everything or I already know everything. You're eager, you're hungry to learn, and you're wanting to exceed. Yeah. And that mentor is helping you get there, hence the promotions, right? Yeah. yeah. And I know since I've had a mentor, I've been promoted many times in all of my roles. So I I fit into that stat. Uh, You have better job satisfaction – because you have someone you can obviously discuss that Mm -hmm. stuff with um, and share that info and get some guidance on your role, build your network. Yeah,
0: yeah. With the job satisfaction, that makes a lot of sense to be honest and even if that mentor is not part of the same company that you're working at, you can often go to them with advice and they can help you. Uh, have better conversations with people in your organization if you're feeling friction, for
1: example. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Higher salaries. And uh, my favorite one is increasing your confidence. So when you have someone that is in your corner and they're supporting you and challenging you and pushing you and celebrating those accomplishments, like we said, that's going to empower you and give you more confidence in your role and in your professional self. That's my favorite one as well. Yeah, definitely. Linda, anything else you want to add on to our mentoring podcast topic this week?
0: No, I feel like uh, this was a really fun one to talk yeah. about, TF Like obviously our podcast is the Marketing Mentors and yeah. this is something that so we find really valuable and we encourage people to go out and also seek a mentor or be a mentee as well.
1: Yeah, and uh, for those of you listening, obviously like Linda and I are open to people wanting to reach out and discuss mentoring relationships. We're not opposed to anything. Uh, With that, thank you very much, Linda. Thanks, T. You guys can all watch this full episode at redpandas.com.au forward slash MM5. Make sure you connect with both of us on LinkedIn and send us through your thoughts or topic ideas for any of our next podcasts. Thanks, guys.